from the Hotel Thayer at the United States Military Academy at West Point, this is Radio Rotary. Hi everyone, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And today our very special guests are Rotarian Susan Davis and Dr. Bill Bassett. Past District Governor. Past District Governor Bill. And we're going to be speaking about the Rotary Ambassadorial Program. Well, good morning, Susan Davis, and welcome to Radio Rotary. Thank you. Good morning. And Bill Bassett, a pleasure always to have you back on our show. Jonah, always good to see you. And Sarah, thanks for inviting us. Our pleasure. So, Susan Davis, tell us, what is the Rotary Ambassadorial Program? It's like a miracle, I think. I'm one of 42,000 people who have received an ambassadorial scholarship from the generosity of the Rotary Foundation. And frankly, it changed my life. How? Well, I got to go to Oxford. Oxford University, the oldest university in the English-speaking world, from the bayous of Louisiana. I was... (laughs) I was hey, no jokes about that. I just got back from the bayous of Louisiana because I'm a native there too, Susan. Yeah, she, she, oh. taught me, she taught me how to say New Orleans as New Orleans. Well, I was born in New Orleans and there raised on the edge of Henderson Swamp. And <laughs> shout out to the Lafayette, Louisiana Rotary Club who sponsored me. I, I have to tell you that going to Oxford um, was just not measured in miles, the distance I traveled. Um, It taught me so many things. First, my host family from Rotary taught me how to eat properly with a knife and fork. (laughs) Because we are heathens from Louisiana. (laughs) No comment. (laughs) Well, we do eat a lot of our food with our fingers, you know, (laughs) crawfish and crabs and all that. Anyway, I also learned about teamwork because um, they put me in a boat with eight others and I rowed. and I, I also, I was kind of like Dorothy peeking behind the wizard's curtain in The Wizard of Oz. I, I got to demystify power and privilege um, and learn that, in fact, it was just another human being pulling the strings there. And so that's when I started my, my real journey um, of trying to find my, my footing in life. Well, Susan Davis, how old were you when this happened? Is this uh, uh, like our Interact uh, High School Service Club or our... Uh, youth exchange at a junior high school, uh, a junior in high school, I should say, or is this a a postgraduate thing? Well, this is highfalutin graduate studies. Um, I had already managed to go from the University of Southwestern to Georgetown and get an undergraduate degree, so I studied for a master's in international relations, um, all on the generosity of Rotarians, which was remarkable. And Bill Bassett, uh, you've been very involved with the Rotary Ambassadorial uh, Scholarship and program. Uh, What got you interested in this? Well, Rotary uh, involvement in uh, helping young people and promoting education certainly has been an interest of mine all along. And the Ambassadorial Scholarship program is is the finest example that I think Rotary has. Uh, Susan happens to be here today because this event, our, our event at the Hotel Thayer, is to celebrate our accomplishments, accomplishments in Rotary and, um, and the foundation especially. And the, the 100th Rotary. anniversary of our Rotary Foundation. The 100th anniversary of our Rotary Foundation. And so we invited Susan because she is an example of the money 
that goes into the foundation, how it's used to promote understanding, peace, and goodwill around the world. And um, for our listeners who may or may not know, not only is Dr. Bassett a past district governor, which means the big kahuna and rotary life people <laughs> out there, but um, his entire adult life has been dedicated to education. Um, I believe he was a superintendent of a school system, and he is the spearhead of our group here in district um, in the uh, Hudson Valley um, of most of our educational programs, in particular this um, this program, which allows people, you don't have to be a Rotarian, to apply for studies on a graduate level who um, are interested in peace resolution and what other what other issues, Dr. Bassett? Well, I think uh, you're, you're referring to the Rotary Peace Fellowship, yep, which well. is the, the main focus is peace and conflict resolution. Uh, and your, your graduate studies have to be uh, uh, related to that. And there's okay. six or seven sites around the world that Rotary sponsors this graduate program. So, so that is certainly one of the focuses, as Rotary has been involved in peace uh, since its uh, beginnings. Our guests on Radio Rotary are... Past District Governor Bill Bassett, uh, a great Rotarian, another great Rotarian, Susan Davis, who was a Rotary Ambassadorial Scholar, uh, postgraduate, and she's telling us all about this. Now, Susan, in case there are young people listening out there who say, gee, that sounds like interesting, uh, going to Oxford and, and getting education, tell us the steps from the start as how you became a Rotary Ambassadorial Scholar. Well, honey, that's so long ago. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure the steps have changed, uh, but uh, I... I guess uh, one of the first things is um, connect with your local Rotary Club. Uh, and if you've got um, friends in your community in the Rotary Club, they'll tell you how to apply. And uh, the second thing is um, you have to overcome the, the fears and the breaks that you put on yourself. Uh, how is it that if you're sitting in the bayous of Louisiana or in the small town here along the Hudson Valley, um, you decide you're maybe good enough to apply and go somewhere far away like Oxford, or I also had applied to go to Singapore in the Philippines because they taught in English. Um, I had no idea where any place was. Um, so you've got to overcome your own fears and lack of confidence. And then... Get out there and do it. Win it. So you made your application. You're in Louisiana. You get that letter saying you're on. Um, what preparations did you make for, for life in England? Well, uh, they gave you a, a far enough advance warning that you had the scholarship. So I actually started my first graduate degree at Harvard. And that really uh, rubbed some of the rough edges off of me. Um, it still didn't quite prepare me. You know, um, England and America are probably the only countries separated by a common language. We're, <laughs> we're really very different. And uh, it was the, the local Rotarians that really eased my way into um, the country. They also um, helped me to put the generous check to pay for one year at Oxford in the bank um, right when I arrived. I earned interest on that, and back then in 1980, interest earnings were like 18, 20%. So I traveled off the interest earnings. I got a Barclay card with their help. I saw the world, and I paid my bill on the very last day. That's fabulous. And what, what courses did you study in Oxford? I mean, was there a particular 
requirement that you had to study certain things, or were you just open to whatever you wanted? Well, no, I, I was enrolled in a master's uh, program in international relations, and that's when I, I went deep into um, the European economic community, um, Middle East politics, and international development and um, the problem of third world debt. So my introduction to um, the Arab world started there um, through both deep friendships and um, that's work I carried over later in life as I spent now the last 30 years immersed in Muslim-majority countries and the Arab world. So this, this uh, actually led to um, your professional uh, life, uh, oh. being a Rotary Ambassador Scholar. And so what exactly is it that you're doing now? It, in fact, Oxford opened up uh, the world to me and the connections, totally shifted my perspective on the world. So I've spent the last, uh, yeah, three decades or more uh, basically involved in international development. Um, and and where, where do you live now? We left off with your education in Europe and England, and then you are living where and based out of where and have worked mm -hmm. where. <laughs> you fill in some of the gaps. I'm looking for. Okay. Well, I, uh, I, I completed my degree uh, after Oxford at Harvard, uh, moved to New York City, uh, got involved with economic development in our own country. I started working in the South Bronx and with the Port Authority and export trade as a way to create jobs in, in our country. Um, I uh, then got the chance to go and work in Bangladesh and to live there for almost five years with the Ford Foundation. Uh, after that incredible experience, I came back and lived in New York City, and that's where I've been living um, since. Ever since. And so it's, you're a Yankee now, Susan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I have still got my family in Louisiana. I go back frequently. Um, and other than, you know, doing the census in uh, the early 70s, I, I didn't live there, yes, um, after that experience. And unlike my co-host, you no longer say y'all. Oh, I would. Uh, <laughs> oh, don't worry. You'll, you'll pick you'll it up when she and I are talking later. And we're going to find out more about the Rotary Ambassadorial Program from our great guest, Susan Davis, and our dear friend, uh, Bill Bassett, past district governor, in just a moment. But first, let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is the Belle of the South, Miss Sarah O'Connell. And we're coming to you from the beautiful Hotel Thayer at the United States Military Academy at West Point. And special thanks to our sponsor, Salisbury Bank, your regional bank, for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Please visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of Brewster, East Fishkill, Fishkill, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook, Tri-Village, Kingston, Sunrise, Millbrook, Nanuet, and Newburgh, New York. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in Motion. 
For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and investment services. With 13 locations throughout the tri-state region, in Dutchess and Orange Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, including Riverside Bank with division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal and business needs. Check them out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Hi, this is Kathy Krueger, producer of Radio Rotary. If you are listening now, so are your customers. You can advertise on Radio Rotary for as little as $25 per week. Call me, Kathy Krueger, at 845-635-3499. That's 845-635-3499 for full details. Or email me at info at radiorotary.org. That's info at radiorotary.org. Looking forward to working with you. Hi there. Wow, we have a studio audience today, Jonah, because we're coming live from the Thera Hotel at West Point, and we are attending a Rotary event, our annual foundation brunch. Celebrating the 100th anniversary of the Rotary Foundation. This is true. And all the good works that Rotary has done throughout the year in this district, 7210, in the beautiful Hudson Valley. And we're very honored today to have um, as our guest, uh, Rotarian Susan Davis, who um, was a participant somewhere between 25 and 30 years ago. I'm afraid we're giving our ages away. But she participated in the renowned Rotary Ambassadorial Program. And we've been talking about how it shaped her life, her graduate studies in England, and what she's been doing since then. So let's recap a little bit, Susan. So good morning, Susan. Welcome back to the second half of Radio Rotary. And for those who may have joined us late, tell us, what is the Rotary Ambassadorial Scholarship? Thank you so much. Great to be with you. Um, I'm one of 42,000 very lucky uh, people who was awarded an ambassadorial scholarship from Rotarians, from the generosity of people in your community who join the Paul Harris Society or contribute to the Rotary Foundation, which is now celebrating next year 100 years. Um, And this scholarship enabled me as a young woman uh, to go to study at Oxford, from Louisiana to Oxford. Imagine that, um, 36 years ago. Actually, um, I'm celebrating this year um, my 60th year, and so after working That's for, a good year. Absolutely. I decided after working in this very intense um, poverty eradication work on the front lines of, of trying to defend the human rights of, of, of everybody, um, that I would take a break and try to reflect uh, upon that and figure out what surfaced next. Well, what does that involve, your reflection? Well, it's involved trying to focus on being rather than doing. Okay. That's really tough, actually, when you're running uh, as fast as I've been running, feeling like you constantly have to put out fires because the problems are so urgent, whether from climate change or poverty or the gross human rights abuses. Um, I feel like I've got the voices of the women and children in my head all the time urging me to 
get up and do more, more, more. So, so quieting. Are you, uh, quieting, okay, so are you quieting doing? Quieting has been important. Um, uh, embracing um, mindfulness, um, doing a lot of reading. And what surfaced most for me um, in this last almost a year now is the need to focus on, on healing uh, our country and our original sin founded on the genocide of native peoples and uh, built on, on a history of slavery. Our economy um, is so lopsided still because we haven't recognized that original sin. And so it's no surprise that white families have 14 times the net worth and assets um, that black and Hispanic families have. It's, it's no surprise that we've got this kind of uprising and violence. And through my church community, I've joined a healing racism task force. I'll be teaching at NYU in January. And basically, I'm trying to think, how can I enable more and more young people to pick up the baton and do the kind of work that I've been privileged to do? Well, one thing about Rotary is that it enables people or gives people a vehicle to help facilitate, help share experiences. And I want to jump right on that, that you're going to be um, uh, doing an adjunct uh, position at NYU. Is that limited to the student body for our listeners? Are people able to audit that class if this is something that they're interested in? I'm not actually sure, okay. Sarah, but maybe. Um, it's a uh, first-time offered joint uh, course from the Reynolds Program on Social Entrepreneurship and the Stern Business School. The Reynolds Program is a pan-university-wide um, social entrepreneurship program. So, so is, that, is it it's undergrad? Been, it's, it's open to everyone, but okay. it's pitched at a graduate school level. I had taught before at Columbia at the graduate level, and uh, they tend to fill up their their chairs first with their own, but maybe I'll, I'll try doing one in the uh, open university uh, if there's enough demand. Certainly, uh, the book that uh, David Bornstein and I wrote on social entrepreneurship, uh, What Everyone Needs to Know, is available to anyone and a great primer to start with. Our guest on Radio Rotary is Rotarian Susan Davis. Uh, we're talking about the Rotary Ambassadorial Scholarship Program, which she uh, took part in at the start of her professional career. And uh, Susan Davis, you went to Oxford from Louisiana, uh, other than possibly seeing episodes of Masterpiece Theater to prep you, was it a big cultural shock, a big cultural change <laughs> going in the midst of uh, our British cousins? Well, it was huge, but luckily I had been a good servant and a waitress all my life, and I got to serve tea to the Queen of England and members of the Magna Carta. Let's not jump over that. <laughs> you got to serve tea to the Queen. There was an actual That's, gasp in our studio audience <laughs> when you said that. That was, that was my preparation. It was the bicentennial summer. I was in Washington, D.C. That was 17, 1976. The Queen of England comes over, short purple gown, matching purple handbag, <laughs> several hundred members of Parliament. They brought the Magna Carta over. And I happened to be one of the only waitresses that knew how to pour tea in the National Gallery of Arts East Wing. And, yep, I raised my hand, and I got to do it. That's fabulous. What a great story. What a great ambassador. <laughs> so you are a Rotarian. Uh, what's your club? It's the E-Club. It's in District 7210. All right, the Electronic wow. Club. All right. We have, we have a lot of friends in that club. In fact, our past producer, shout out to Betty Renner, founding producer of Radio Rotary here, is in the E-Club with oh, you. That's great. Well, I couldn't faithfully turn up every week uh, and do a meeting, so I got recruited that way since I travel so much. Um, 
but it's been great, and I've participated in the, the RAGM, the Rotary um, Committee on uh, Community and Economic Development, because most of my work has been spent um, promoting microfinance as a, a tool for people to create their own jobs and employment. Uh, microfinance is one of the uh, upcoming uh, programs in Rotary. Explain to people what that's all about. You know, give me a little bit of money to establish somebody, and suddenly they sprout wings. Well, it's, it's like uh, if you live in a capitalist economy, uh, it's, capital is like oil in the engine of a car. You need it to make things go. So this is a way to remove the obstacle, which is having enough money or collateral in order to borrow. Uh, microfinance is therefore collateral-free borrowing. And instead of having stuff, um, houses or land or, or wealth, what we do is encourage people to create social capital. In other words, you organize a peer group with a few friends that know you and can vouch for you, and that's how um, microfinance can lend billions of dollars in little loans. In Bangladesh or the developing world, average loan is $200. In this country, it's average of $2,000. I know when we uh, came to uh our listening public from the Rotary Convention in New Orleans, by the way. We right. talked to somebody about microfinance, and what we they did. were doing, they were making loans so young women could buy treadle sewing machines because there's no electrics where they were in, in the African villages, and they would have push on these pedals like my grandmother used to, and they could establish themselves uh, in, in a tailoring business, and suddenly they, they were entrepreneurs. Well, because there's no future. So they were um, creating a future for themselves as well. But certainly microfinance is becoming more of a buzzword now. I did want to jump back to you. Of all these amazing things that you've done, Susan, in this fascinating life of service, you're a published author. You will be teaching um, in January at, at uh, NYU. What is the name of your book again for our listeners who may want to uh, Google that and read a little bit more deeply than this interview? you will allow. And what other, um, have you published other books? It, uh, the book is uh, brought out by Oxford University <laughs> Press, um, ironically. Um, it's called Social Entrepreneurship, What Everyone Needs to Know. They have a series, What Everyone Needs to Know, on different topics. And my co-author, David Bornstein, is uh, an acclaimed author and writes the Fixes column for the New York Times, focusing in on solutions. So that's a good primer. Most of my other writing, um, you can Google online or see videos, um, and it's all about really how to unleash your own power to be able to do what you're passionate about, or the story of BRAC or Grameen, um, two uh, incredible organizations out of Bangladesh that have been able to help um, more than 150 million people get out of poverty through these strategies of people helping themselves through better education, well health and well-being, and entrepreneurship. Rotarian Susan Davis, uh, in the minute we have left, we have some students here from Vassar College. Yeah. Let them and the other college students who might be listening know why it's great to be a Rotarian uh, and a Rotary Ambassadorial Scholar. Well, you get to follow your dreams, um, discover your passions, and put them at the service hu of humanity. I, I never imagined that I would uh, ever get to, to meet Nobel Peace Prize winners much less participate in one. Uh, the first woman from Africa, Wangari Mathai, she was one of my board members, and she won the Nobel in 2004. 
when I was running the Women's Environment and Development Organization. And in 2006, Grimming Bank um, and Muhammad Yunus won the Nobel Peace Prize when I happened to be the chair of that organization as a volunteer for 20 years, helping to blow wind under the wing of others. Rotarian Susan Davis, thank you for everything that you're doing to make the world a better place to live. And thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you so much, everyone. It's been a great pleasure to bring you today's edition of Radio Rotary from the United States Military Academy at West Point. Our special thanks to our sponsor, Salisbury Bank, your regional bank, for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Please visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of New City, New Paltz, Patterson, Philmont Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Wallkill East, Wappingers, and Warwick Valley, New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer Mr. Jay Verzi. This is Jonah Trebowasser thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. So long from the U.S. Military Academy at West Point. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to shelterboxusa.org. That's shelterboxusa.org.